This is a Core Consult RX flash briefing. So you are treating a patient with general depression. And lucky for you, there is about 8,000 different pharmacotherapy options that we can provide to this patient in order to help them reach remission from depression. Now, how do we go about developing a strategy, a plan, kind of moving forward? How do we know which medication to start the patient on? How do we know when to switch? How do we know when to augment? And there's various guidelines, things like that you can follow. But there's a study, it was called the STAR-D trial, and it paints a very clear algorithm that you can follow to aid in your decision making when treating a patient with general depression. Some of the inclusion criteria for STAR-D, uh, the patients had to be aged 18 to 75, and it had to just be major depressive disorder. They couldn't have other psychiatric features such as bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or anything like that. These patients also had to have a baseline score of at least 14 on the Hamilton Depression Rating Scale. The study was set up to have four different treatment steps. Step one included all the patients, and they were started on citalopram, the SSRI, and they either reached remission, uh, and then they, in which they were followed up for up to a year, or if they did not reach remission, they were moved on to step two. Now, step two is really where things kind of get interesting. There was three different options for augmentation and then four options that were given for just switching medications altogether. So for the augmentation, patients could have stay on their citalopram and they would also have bupropion added, or they could have buspirone added or cognitive behavioral therapy. For the switch strategies, patients could be switched from citalopram and then start bupropion or sertraline or venlafaxine or cognitive behavioral therapy. So step three contained two augmentation strategies and then two switch strategies. So for the augmentation, patients could either have lithium added on to their original treatment or they could have cytomel, T3, added on as well. Now the switch strategies, they could be switched to nortriptyline or they could be switched to mirtazapine. Now, if patients reached remission, uh, again, they would enter a 12-month follow-up, or if not, they were moved on to the fourth and final step. So step four included the MAOI, Tranylcypermine, or Parnate's the brand name, something we don't see very often, but they did look at it, uh, or the combination of venlafaxine with mirtazapine. And basically, the outcome of the study was that just using the options mentioned, now obviously we have a lot more options now and there's other drugs that weren't looked at in different classes, but of the options that were mentioned, over two thirds of the patients reached remission by the end of the trial. So the study doesn't provide us with all the answers, but like I said in the beginning, it does create a very good algorithm that is at least something we can try to follow and puts us in the right direction. Go take a look at the study in its entirety. It was in the American Journal of Psychiatry back in 2006.